Welcome back to our first podcast of the new season on Leadership is the Conversation. A discussion among business leaders on management topics that impact today's busy executives. Our expert panel consists of Jim Dixon, Tom Meyer, and Ron Kripe of Equus Consulting, and I am your host, Rick Ainsworth. We ended our final podcast of last season talking about some of the innovative initiatives our clients have undertaken in the face of these turbulent times. We want to begin this season with a bit of reflection. As leaders, what are some of the key questions we need to be asking of ourselves on a fairly routine basis? It's a great question, and I think it will inform, hopefully, for most leaders, myself and all of us in this room included, it'll determine where where we had this year. Jim, you and I had this conversation pretty recently. What would you ask yourself as a leader? I think the one thing that pops into my mind that most leaders need to reflect on is what am I struggling with repeatedly? <laughs> like what what is on my plate that's been on my plate for a long time? And that should tell me right there that that is something I need to actually tackle and handle. I'm curious, is that one of the questions you ask in coaching sessions? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I it was a bit of a prompt because I've I've heard you engage people in that in that conversation because it's such a quick hit for for any leader. You know, if you find yourself um maybe not struggling with the same issue, but maybe struggling with the same theme that comes up again and again and again, in a lot of different ways, one one of the value adds I think we can provide as coaches is being on alert to those themes and stitching them together in the coaching session so that people create awareness around it. Um, I know we all do that in coaching. You know, the, so I'm hearing you say this, this, and this. Here are how those three things are related and might be, you know, tracked back to the same theme of managing commitments, difficulty saying no, difficulty. Um, Delegating is a big one that comes up. Uh, when we were talking about this earlier, Tom, you asked me a good question, which was, you know, think about a specific relationship where you're, in essence, a leadership role. Mm-hmm. You're managing the project or you're directly leading people. And think about what are the questions you're asking yourself in terms of that relationship. Uh, when you posed that to me, it became very clear what I think about with the projects I lead with our clients. I'm always thinking about, Am I accessible? Right. Am, am I easy to get a hold of? Uh, the other piece is, is it timely? You know, am I getting back with people quick? And I think more about it, that's a key thing with a leader uh, of a project or people is, are you easily accessible? We see yeah. lots of times where that's not the case and things break down and also with being timely. So I liked it when you took it down to the specific situation when you're thinking about a specific relationship with a client or team you lead. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, um, I think it's even more important in COVID and with some of the challenges that we've all had because leadership has felt, at least to me, like we're all doing this massive crisis management. And, you know, if you can get answers from somebody quickly because they're accessible or because they're, you know, watching for the email to come through or because you have a good relationship with them and they'll pick up the phone, you can move whatever you're working on down the pike 
so much more efficiently than, than, you know, if you have to wait for the response and then you forget where you were in the project and then you got to cycle back around with another tickler, another reminder. It's just, you know, it is, you're right. It's really way more efficient and effective to, to, you know, to think how, how accessible am I and, and how easily can people get in touch with me so that they can get the information they need to move forward. Yeah. One of the things, and I, it just, as, as we were talking about it, I, th- I thought of myself as a um, frontline manager in, you know, just the fact that I have the time to ask myself a question, <laughs> you know, and I'll, I'll kind of relate this back to 4DX, you know, in the 4DX world, you, you have your wildly important goals on one side, but you have the whirlwind on the other. And we get so involved in the whirlwind, you forget to ask the question. Yeah. You know, Unless you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. And also, I think I would uh, add to that Peter Senge in the Fifth Discipline actually yeah. reports to the fact that, you know, reflection and kind of going through things is the one thing that we don't do that we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, yeah. if you actually take surveys with groups of people, you know, the time is not carved out to reflect upon something. And I think that's what leaders have to do. They have to reflect on where should I be working? Where should I be developing? What are the issues that are currently presenting themselves to me? If you think back to our very first podcast, uh, when we uh, talked to Jackie Jones about her impression of what is the term leadership is the conversation on that original podcast, she broke it down into two segments in her work life. The first one was her performance Mm -hmm. as a leader. And then the second conversation was the leadership conversation. How am I leading? So to your point, there's leaders out there who do separate those conversations and they're busy with the whirlwind and the performance. They don't have time to ask the leadership questions. Right. And and what Jim was saying too, most leaders say, well, I don't have time to reflect, Mm. you know, especially, especially with COVID and everything I've got going, I've got to put Zoom together. I've got you know, get people back in the office. When am I going to have time to reflect? But to Jim's point on Peter Singe, that's the most important thing that as a leader we need to do. Yeah. Is reflect and ask that question. What, you know, what are the things I need to ask on that regular basis and reflect mm-hmm. on those things? One of the, um, the question that I would ask myself on a routine basis that literally just came up this week was, what's my level of self-awareness and what am I doing on a pretty routine basis to keep that level of self-awareness high? Um, and there are all the reasons that you want to do that as a leader. You don't want to get blindsided. You always want to be relatively focused in what you're working on and, and self-awareness helps right. that. The awareness came in sort of an outside in way. Um, we, we do a leadership assessment called the Hogan and the Hogan measures uh, leadership on the bright side, leadership on the dark side, and leadership on the inside, um, which is three legs under the stool of, of making you effective. And so I've gone through all of these Hogan debrief sessions with people, and, and we're talking about their leadership brand and what it looks like at its best, at its worst, and you know, kind of what drives it. And it, I can tell almost immediately in the conversation how self-aware – the leader is that I'm talking to based on what they do with the information. Like I'm, I'm, I'm debriefing the report. I'm walking through the conversation. 
Um, Jim and I both had that experience. And, and, and what ends up happening when you've got a high self-awareness leader, they grab the information and they run with it. Like I'll tell them, okay, so I'm seeing, you know, that your prudence is really more about following rules and process than it is about avoidance of risk. And then they give me three examples for that. You know, they're mm-hmm. like, no, that's absolutely correct. Or um, their their stress tolerance score is very high or their ambition score is very high. And the particular twist on that is that they're pretty competitive in the marketplace. And they can they can take that information and use it almost immediately to apply to either challenges that they're having or opportunities that they want to see that they're not quite there with yet. The client we're working with right now is very, I don't know if it's something in the culture, I'm not quite sure, but they're very, the leaders are very self-aware um, and they're running with the information. I have had clients in the past where we do the Hogan and I deliver the results, I walk them through it and they get it and they agree with it. And it's kind of interesting, but I just know the binder's going on the bookshelf, you know, and it's, and it's going to not get the kind of traction that I would want to see it get just because they can't connect it to anything internally. And the, the aha was, I'll bet the self-awareness score is lower. I'll bet that's the, 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 Jim, back to our conversation, the pattern or trend or theme that maybe creates the uphill battle. And I think actually to add to that, it's a very delicate balance of self-awareness and other awareness. Like so many, oh, le- sure. so many leaders are just concerned about what are other people saying? Well, <laughs> what are you saying about yourself? You know, yeah. you have to balance both of them. Like, um, that's why I think it's important for you to ask yourself questions. What do I stand for? What am I struggling with? What should I be doing? So you have a basis, a self-awareness basis to work with the problems that are presenting themselves from the outside. I think it was Kevin Cashman that talks about leadership from the inside out. Yeah, yeah, that was the title of his book. I think that's the principle, is you have to understand yourself first before you can actually struggle with any outside problems or challenges. If you remember, Cashman is the author that talks a lot in his book about reflection and the importance of reflection for a leader. Right. You know, Jim was talking a little while ago about self-reflection as a skill. Yeah. And is that what we need to focus on? That's the first skill you build is the ability to reflect. Until you're dragged in to HR. (laughs) Well, (laughs) and forced to take coaching. But in all all seriousness, you know, the the low self-awareness may not uh, appear until there's a crisis. And how do we get ahead of that? Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's a really good point. Uh, one of the premises of another instrument, I know Tom has talked about the Hogan, but we have another instrument called Voices. When you uh, coach or you're, or I'm coaching people, when they've gone through the Lominger 360 instrument, the very first place you go is, what? how did you rate yourself on this? Mm-hmm. How did you rate yourself on this? How does that compare with your peers? How does that compare with your boss? So the initial basis or foundation is self-reflection. It's like, how Mm -hmm. did you do on this? How do you feel like you did? And in many cases, you have people that kind of push back and say, no, that's not me. That's not me. 
And you really believe that? That's not you? How does that stack up with everybody around you? Yeah, Jim, (laughs) I'm reminded of your age-old wise question to to one of your clients. Um, So you really think that's not you? Uh, Go home and have that conversation with your wife and then come back to me and tell me if that if that is indeed not you <laughs> right and I, I like the other question is like how's that working for you yeah yeah you know yeah and not to be gender specific you can also go home and talk to your husband yeah. <laughs> thank you for joining us in our second season We have added some new features to our website, www.equisconsulting.com, and are excited for you to try them out. We've added a new comment section to our podcast blog spot and invite you to actively participate in the leadership conversations by going to the website and leaving your comments. All views expressed on this podcast are the opinions of the individual participants and do not necessarily represent the views of any organization, employer, or group.